0: hey everyone welcome back to your favorite travel podcast amazing adventures with David and Nicole we are here tonight to talk about a very very special episode and uh, this is Maui Hawaii and you might think well what's so special it's Hawaii lots of people know about Hawaii well this wasn't just any trip to Hawaii this was uh, a give back trip and we're gonna let David and Nicole share about that now and, so uh, this is this is an audio recording and I just want everybody to know how much. Nicole's face lights up every time she says the word lanai.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when we retire to the Caribbean, I will have a lanai.
2: She made that comment many times that weekend.
1: Yes, that will happen. Um, so we went to Duck kitchen, which I love. That's such a fun name. Um, and we ordered food. It was... I mean the selections. It was so hard to pick. It was really, really hard to pick. Um, but so we placed our to-go order, and we needed some stuff. And the drugstore was right next door, and it's like a you know a CVS or a Walgreens, so it has like everything. So we let's place our order. We'll go. They said it will be like twenty minutes. We got plenty of time to go to the drugstore and come back. So we go to the drugstore. And then we sit outside because they said they would come out and let us know or they would have it sitting on the deal. Well, it had. we knew it hadn't been long enough. But I said, well, let me go look. The food was already there. I mean, we hadn't been gone 10 minutes and the food was already ready. Um, you know, the place inside wasn't anything special. I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend eating there. All of the orders are made to go, even if you're eating there. So it's still in the to-go packages. Why not, like, you're right there at the beach. Why not eat it at the beach? That's just so much better. So uh, we took our food and went back. Uh, To her lanai. Yeah, to my lanai. Um, And we had, I had uh, spam, of course. Um, And uh, the pulled pork, the Hawaiian pulled pork. And... Oh, and the uh, teriyaki the chicken. Teriyaki chicken. Oh, and the teriyaki chicken still had the skin on it. I know some people think that's gross. I love cooked chicken skin, so good.
2: So, and I got so the, not healthy. I got the ribs. And yes, the so ribs are so good. So good. And we didn't even finish everything we got, and we're like, we we'll, we have the rest of the weekend to finish it. So we had our meal, and then we went to the beach. We had our time alone. Now. I'm going to go a little out of order, but one of the features of our uh, podcast tend to be, what did we forget? Well, here we are knowing that we're going to be able to go to a beach and spend a day or two. We'd gone to the uh, grocery store, uh, the pharmacies where we got beverages. We had a backpack and we took everything to the beach. What did we forget? We forgot a speaker for our iPod, which is a major component of everything we do by water. But we forgot that. We also wait, we also forgot something
0: else
1: too. Eardrops.
2: Yeah. I have a deal where Nicole has basically trained me now. If I go underwater, <laughs> I get water on the ear and Nicole introduced me to the eardrops.
1: My boys always used to get ear infections and they love to swim, love the water. And they would get ear infection all the time because they would get the water in their ear. So I always use the eardrops. And now David's addicted to the eardrops.
2: And we didn't have them. So that was one of the first reasons we went in. Oh, um,
1: by the way, we didn't take the speaker because we didn't have room for the speaker. Right, because it might have pushed food. one of the
2: suitcases over 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not so. even talking about a big speaker. So we went to the beach. And, of course, Nicole can't sit still. So she does her exploring. And then where we positioned herself was a kind of secluded little corner near the edge of the beach, and there was there was a downed tree, stripped of all its bark, very smooth. And Nicole had to climb on it. Well, she discovered that it had an upright branch that she could lean against, take her book, and she insists that it was extremely comfortable to lay on this driftwood tree and read her book.
1: About four foot off the ground? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was very comfortable.
2: So we spent the time there. We went back to the room. We got ourselves kind of dressed. But wait,
1: wait. When we got in the water, you know, I already felt, I I felt a little guilty for like, instead of dedicating the entire trip to just um, helping, you know, not going, we didn't go to the bar where they were going to have the Lahaina musicians because the sun was out. And I, you know, I really wanted to do a little bit of beach time. So we spoiled ourselves and did the beach time. But wait,
2: wait, you were in the water and you were doing your water frolicking thing off to from my position to my left. And I could see from my position to the right about one, two o'clock. I saw a turtle head pop up. And I alerted her.
1: Yeah, so I was just I was just hanging around in the water. And then all of a sudden the turtle. Pops up right beside me, like right beside me. He was less than a foot from me. Um, And, you know, I took it as a sign. I thought, you know, we came to Maui to give back. And this turtle came over to me and said, thank you.
2: Which is a better message than the other wildlife near our Airbnb. (laughs) Uh, Nicole actually uh, captured a picture of two snails having sex. (laughs)
1: they were mating mating.
2: (laughs) careful josh you never know what's gonna take a drink i had to promise my son and my stepson there wouldn't be too many more stories of me naked but i didn't didn't say anything about snail mating (laughs)
1: um
2: but yeah so i mean that it was just it was like really cool and it was you know, why would this random turtle be there? And, you know, if it's feeding time, wouldn't there be a few more or whatnot, which there, it doesn't matter. It really was like, it really finished sealing the deal in terms of making Nicole realize, believe, we did the right thing. Uh, we, they still, listen, they still want you there. Um, a little, you know, preview or a spoiler alert. We're going back in January. And when we bought our plane tickets in January, they were only about six hundred dollars a piece, and with the, with the companion pass, cut that in half. Last week we were with some friends talking about this, and one of them was interested. And our trips are always open. If you know we're going somewhere, invite yourself. If we haven't already invited you, we went back on Southwest. the The prices had dropped to something like five five fifty for a round trip ticket to Maui for Martin Luther King uh, birthday weekend. So you get a holiday Monday. You could go for four or five days for five hundred and fifty dollars. Southwest,
1: right? And there's a there's the uh, Maui Oceanfront Marathon that they do every year is at that time. Um, so it's it, that is on January fourteenth. Now marathon, not many pe- of us do marathons, but they also have a five k and people walk the five k. That is not there's nothing wrong with that. There's a ten k, there's a fifteen k, and there's a half marathon. So you know, it, it can there's appeal to a for lot everyone. of people. Um,
2: and it's a whole weekend full of events. Yeah. Yet you get to enjoy, and they're still trying to work out how they're going to do this because the Maui Oceanfront Marathon ended in Lahaina, and so right. we were—that's why we were in Lahaina last time. Uh,
1: so you know, that is uh, also during the season where the whales come to Hawaii to have their babies. Um, so I mean, you can—you will be sitting on the beach. You will. Be sitting on the beach and see whales breach. It's guaranteed. I, I mean, we saw it multiple times when we were there before. Um, if you're there in January, December, January, February, you will see whales. Right. You can't avoid it.
2: <clears throat> so we spent our time at the beach. We got cleaned up for the night. Then we went back out to watch the sunset, which was nice. There was a gentleman who approached our little hill that we were on that we thought was private, and he went behind a bush behind us. And laid out a blanket. I don't know if he was homeless or if he lives on the beach, or it looked like he was getting ready to go to sleep, seven o'clock at night. But we went to quote and he unquote
1: had like a little doll. Yeah, like it was really weird.
2: He, we so we went to downtown, and I say that with air quotes, Kihei, to where the action was, and that is when we discovered the, an event called Fourth Friday in Kihei. They had a street festival with. Um,
1: Food and vendors, and, I mean, we just randomly happened upon it. We had no idea. So, Fourth Friday in Kihei, they have a whole festival, so...
2: Get on out there. You
1: can plan on that, too. Right. Um, But we ended up... uh, And they had music?
2: Yeah, there was live music. There were vendors. Um, It's something...
1: And it was right over by Diamond Bar and Grill.
2: Right. So, we knew where we were. Yeah. And...
1: So then we decided to go down uh, to go ahead and try Three's Bar and Grill because I really wanted to try it uh, because it was um, wa- it was recommended by um, Guy Fieri. So I had to try it and it was phenomenal. Our waiter was the, actually the bartender and he got they were short staffed. So he got stuck having to actually take over a whole section, too. And his name was Christopher. Um, and what, wasn't he from Texas? Was he from Texas? I don't remember that part. Um, but yeah, so he was really great service. Um, he did an awesome job and the food was, was everything that we were promised. It was really, really good. Um, and, and you'll be able to see a lot of these photos. I'll get them posted online on our Amazing Adventures Facebook page so you can see the pictures of all the great food uh, but, but, but actually part of the reason why David, David doesn't remember Three's Bar and Grill very well is because first I dropped him off at What Ails You which is the bar that had the Lahaina um, musicians and um, they had some Lahaina musicians performing and they were they were really really great so I left him there unattended wait was this Friday (laughs) night or Saturday night it was a Saturday night
2: yeah so first Friday we went down there and we went to we may be confusing the nights folks
1: anyway but anyway I left him at what hails you and um so that I could do that right there by what ails you are, are a whole bunch of vendors so you can do your souvenir shopping and he we wanted to make sure we spent some tourist money and it's all local vendors so we i left so this is tip for the girls you can leave your husbands at there are several bars right there so you can leave them at one of the bars and then you can take off and go do all the shopping while they're getting taken care of it so the bar.
2: just to be clear this was saturday night and we were we're we realized we're dragging on a lot about a 72-hour vacation, but there was so much gr- good in it. Actually, Saturday afternoon, we went to a flea market to start buying souvenirs for all our family members. And when we couldn't find everything for everybody, that's when we went to there. We had been there. That's when we went to the market, and um, you went and finished up the souvenir shopping because one of the other goals of the weekend was to... We're going to spread our tourist dollars out. And Mm -hmm. so there was that. Um, So now Friday night's getting foggy on me. (laughs) But it's because we had to get home and get up early Saturday for one of our few. uh,
1: Notice he says hotels and Airbnbs are home.
2: (laughs) Where am I right now? (laughs) I don't see a front desk. You're at the Airbnb you pay for. Yeah, right. yeah we need to start leasing this out so um so let's let's get to this part real quick because it's important and we need to highlight that saturday morning nicole arranged our one excursion what was our one excursion our one excursion was another uh boat trip on a catamaran
1: and we couldn't now trilogy was the one were the people that reached out to us their timing didn't work with our schedule so unfortunately we could not do trilogy but there was another one that was um how do you say it? Ale nu, ale nu, ale nu, ale nu, um, which means highest of royalty. And now it is one of the more expensive tour groups. Um, so trilogy is great, and it's you know it's not cheap. But there are a lot of different uh, tour groups. A lot of times I'll use Viator. Viator, you can you can't go wrong. Um, they're really good um, to find tours anywhere you go so that's one of my resources that I'll kind of depend on but I also like to kind of hit local um and so the Ale New we I wanted to do the Molokini crater uh which snorkeling there and we weren't able to do it the last time partially because January it's not as hot as I I mean most people would be fine it's not as hot as I would like it to be when I get in the water, so this was a perfect time for us to do um, snorkeling at the Molokini Crater. Uh, before we went, so when we went on it, they had this phenomenal breakfast on the boat. It was great, and then um, they took us to uh, Turtle Town first. So we actually got to swim with turtles there uh, I still think the one on the beach that just randomly came up was way better in some degrees. But this way, we got to watch them go down and feed and then come back up. And there were a couple of them. And, um, and the, the tour company actually took some really great pictures. So we'll have those on uh, Amazing Adventures to, uh, for you to see. Um, but it was really great. And then we went to the Molokini Crater. And it was good. But I got to say, I really enjoyed the uh, Turtle Town better because they actually had there was a whole uh, coral reef there with there were even more variety of fishes at Turtle Town than what was at the Molokini crater. So, you know, I I recommend just going to I mean, of course, to get to snorkel in a previous, you know, a crater of a volcano. Is cool in and of itself, no matter what you see. But uh, Turtle Town was, would, I would highly recommend Turtle Town.
2: One thing that was really cool about that uh, cruise was um, they had young people manning the boat for the captain. And at some point in time, when we went to the crater, I, well, did when we snorkeled at Turtle Town, Nicole and I got a kind of private experience with another turtle turtles were the theme of our weekend there was one underwater and everybody was in a different place but we were in this one spot and all of a sudden a turtle started to surface and as it was surfacing it was coming at us first at me and then more at nicole and the underwater photographer was nearby and we thought the turtle. they they preached don't touch the turtle Your the oils on your skin will harm their shells so i, I had to start trying to swim backwards with flippers and a and a noodle it was crazy and the turtle came up at us we got some incredible pictures of us with the turtle through our underwater photographer she just did a phenomenal job for us and uh, I don't recall her name I'm afraid but it was Island Dream Productions was the company and actually it's our company Mm -hmm. so then we went to the crater and I swam around I'm like I see a bunch of colored fish this is cool I'm going to go back to the boat where there's drinks and I wound oh, yeah. Up talking. It was an open bar,
1: by the way. I wound up talking the with the
2: captain for a little <laughs> while, and he got to asking why we were there, and we told him, and, you know, he turned around and thanked me and shook my hand, and a few more people on the boat started to hear our story, and we were gathering. And so at some point, they were serving lunch.
1: I was snorkeling by myself which by the way they told us that you're supposed to snorkel with the buddy system and the person's supposed to stay there with you my buddy left me so i was just snorkeling by myself but you know what but
0: you had the turtle buddy she was
2: also Got getting in trouble because she kept crossing the line you weren't supposed to cross but back on the boat after lunch um the one of the women young women who was part of the crew was also serving the lunch and at some point she heard the word texas come out of our mouths and so she said, oh, what part of Texas are you from? And we said, oh, well, outside of Austin. She said, what part? I said, Kyle. She said, I went to college at Texas State. We're on a boat in Hawaii. I said, really? She goes, where are you from? She Wait, says, for
1: those that don't know, uh, Texas State is, what, 20 miles Tex- from where we are? Texas State is Not 10 even. minutes from here. It's, yeah. the
2: county, it's in San Marcos, Texas, which is the county seat of our county. Kyle is the next, if you're driving from San Antonio to Austin, up the interstate, you go through San Antonio, then you go through Kyle. She's went to college 10, 15 minutes from here. Actually, and then I questioned her on her years. Two of the years she was in college, I was a judge sitting in a courthouse in San Marcos. And then we said, where are you from? She said, I'm from Harlingen. Nicole said, I'm from Brownsville. Well, these are two towns in South uh, East Texas on the border with Mexico near South Padre Island. We're like, this is just crazy that and she told us her story. She got out of college, wanted to work with horses, took a job in Hawaii on a lark and then veered off into working on boats. And she recently passed her captain's test and she will be uh, ca- captaining her own boat soon. Uh, her name was
1: Courtney
2: Jordan, Jordan, Jordan from Br- uh, uh Harlingen Harlingen, who went to Texas State is now captaining a boat in Maui so we did that that's what we did Saturday and uh, had a great time at that and then we went back to the Airbnb we cleaned up we went to the flea market where we did some shopping but we couldn't get stuff for everyone and that's when Nicole took me back to we had been there the night before but she took me back to what ails you great bartenders Uh, lots of stuff they were selling for relief efforts and that's when she left me alone and I actually posted something on Facebook about how Nicole left me alone at a bar in Maui and all of a sudden the TVs were full of college football (laughs) and uh, so that was uh, what ails you is such a great bar the folks are so nice and friendly they said that uh, one of the things they said was that if you bought stickers and everything, everything they were selling, all the money was going to the folks in La, uh, Lahaina. They even changed their menus to support the Maui Wildfire, Wildfire Relief Fund with a QR code that you could scan to donate. It, was, it, it meant a lot to us to be there in that situation where we could do it. And that was where we saw Friday night, we saw some shirts and Nicole didn't love them. And then Saturday we saw people with different shirts and she went out on Saturday. And one of her missions was I'm going to find me some Maui strong shirts. And she did. And we had a really good, really good end of the trip there. We also went to one more place. Right. Mm -hmm. No,
1: no. Well, we did the beach walk. So, you know, we want, we usually like to do a little bit of exercise and, uh, you know, we're in an Airbnb, so there wasn't a treadmill. So I said, let's just walk the beach. So we walked um, what, a mile one way. So we did about two miles walking on the beach. Um, it was really, really great. Well, David didn't enjoy the rocks, but.
2: Well, she didn't prepare me with the right footwear. That's what i going to We would love to tell you some craziness about the flight home. Um uh-huh. Short versions are, we actually didn't make it to where we were going on time. We looped around central Texas and flew to Austin. I'm sorry. We were coming from the west. We flew to Houston, which is 175 miles east of Austin, just to get fuel so we could go back to Austin. So that was a mess. Which,
1: by the way, I had to be in Houston the very next day for work. So it was kind of a tease. Like, we were landing yeah, just in let Houston. It <laughs> won't let us lay off the plane. Plus, I don't have my work stuff. So, you know, even if I could have gotten off the plane, but it was like so frustrating. Like, here I am and we didn't get home till what, midnight?
2: No. Oh, wow. It was later than that. Ugh. We went to bed at three and you got up at oh, seven gosh. to drive back to Houston where we had just been. Yeah. Uh, also, we went oh, to an and, Irish.
1: And I, not only did I not just drive to Houston, I had to drive to Austin to pick up a car to drive to Houston. So it was it was a very long day, which by the way my coworker in Houston when I got there she I explained why I was a little bit late. She said, "And you still came?" <laughs> 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 I love my job. I'm dedicated to my job, but we won't talk about that. So we,
2: so in Las Vegas of all places, we had to suffer. We went to found an Irish pub thinking we would get some food, well they don't have food. So, Nicole reached back deep into my childhood and got us Nathan's for dinner that we ate at the bar at Corcoran's Irish Pub, where they actually have an Irish bartender. And then, but in the morning, this is the crazy story and the wrap-up of the story, because it's really good. So, in the morning at 7 o'clock Hawaii time, we got on the plane... And as most of you know, Nicole and I prefer the little two-seater in front of the exit road on the southwest plane. If it's an older plane, they only have one two-seater. It's on the left side of the plane if you're looking at the cockpit. On the newer planes, they have two. They have one on the right as well. So we got on our plane. We got sat down. And we noticed a guy. I noticed a guy in the airport wearing a Ted Lasso T-shirt. And um, we love that show. We love Ted Lasso. We love English soccer. We love European soccer. And so... There's a a popular Southwest Airlines commercial out right now. I want to say popular may not be the right word. It's frequently on. But in any event, we get on the plane and we get in our seats and we're happy. And there's a younger than us couple, probably about Josh and Ashley's age, coming down the aisle. And the wife sees the two-seater across from us open. She's like, oh, let's go there. So the husband comes down the aisle with his Ted Lasso shirt, and I point at his shirt and I say, "Hey, man, great shirt!" He goes,
1: "Great, great
2: show." He goes, "Thanks." Not like I had anything to do with it. I go, "Yeah, what (laughs) kind of response was that?" (laughs) And so all of us, including the flight attendants, like that's like that commercial where the TSA person says, "Have a great trip," and he says, "You too," and like, "Me too." What? what Do I look like like I'm about to go on a trip? trip." I'm like, he's like, "Yeah." So we. We spent the next 15 minutes just roasting this poor guy because he said thanks for uh, the right. compliment on the Ted Lasso show. So that was, like, the story we needed to laugh. And, and one more shout-out, flight attendants on Southwest, 9 out of 10, 99 out of 100. What's our buddy Jason, our neighbor? Um, we had Jason on a flight one time. Gosh, I can't remember your name. Jason, don't hate me. Um, one of the flight attendants realized that we were opening up our laptop and our tablet so we could watch football because it was sunday and although it's 7 a.m in hawaii it's kickoff in texas and she's like what's going to be the Cowboys score we're like oh that game's not till later and this flight attendant took real good care of us was really attentive kept checking on us and sure enough the flight from hawaii to california was so long the cowboys started playing before we got there
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) well one last kind of footnote to kind of tie everything up is you know when people asked us why we were there and we told them i didn't want to like say a lot about it cuz i didn't want to feel like i was bragging because it was just it felt it was a blessing to me it was a blessing to me um to be able to do it and so several of them would ask well ha- have you been to see lahaina and for one thing because people had said don't go to West Maui, don't go to be a gawker, to be a rubbernecker. And, you know, they had some issues with people doing selfies with the devastation in the background. And, you know, that's, that's like, this is a somber thing. This isn't, this isn't fun for fun. Um, and, you know, what I told them was, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that. Um, I want to just rest in the thought that it's going to come back. It's going to be rebuilt. I don't want to see it at its current state. I didn't want to see that. Um, especially, you know, they, they have a famous uh, tree. It's the the Banyan tree in um, Lahaina. It is the largest tree in the U.S. in um, circumference. and and it's kind of strange to say that because it's not as the trunk, the one trunk is not as wide as like a sequoia, but, um, the way that a banyan tree grows is it grows out. And then the limbs grow down with roots that grow different trunks. So you have multiple trunks. Um, and this banyan tree is the largest, um, tree because of the multiple trunks so it looks like multiple trees in one area but it's all one tree Um, it has 16 trunks uh, and it's a quarter of a mile is what this tree takes up so this tree was burned very very badly Uh, they were afraid it wasn't going to make it but um, arborists have come in and they've been trying to take care of it. And um, right before uh, we got there, right before we got there, some um, new leaves came out on it. And that's like, that would have been the only thing I would have wanted to see was just the, the new leaves sprouting. Yeah. Um, but that, w- that it, tree was off limits anyway. Um, but I wouldn't have wanted to see everything else. Anyhow, it would have, it would have broken my heart, and I I didn't want to deal. It's like with that.
0: a new hope for Lahaina.
1: Yes. You know the yes. leaves sprouting. Yes. So
2: and we hope that it will come back. We hope that those of you who get to listen to this podcast and based on this are inspired to go to Maui one day and may, and maybe several years from now or whatnot. But please remember us, and if you see the tree growing from its infancy, uh, I don't want to make light of the situation, but it's I mean I. I love the character. And so to me, it's kind of like, you know, Groot from the guardians of the galaxy where in the first movie, he's this seven foot tall, you know, Sequoia and he dies in the end and he's reborn. And I'm, I'm going to think of the Banyan tree as, as another Groot in my life and I can't get enough Groot.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's awesome. All right. So that wraps up another episode, guys. This has been a really special one. Um, And it was really, really cool to hear about everything that you guys did while y'all were over there at Maui. And, again, if you guys get the chance to, work still needs to be done. So if you have the ability to go and help or, you know, even just send a few dollars their way through some sort of donation, that's, you know, make it all possible. So thank y'all for listening. We look forward to the next one.
2: Thanks, Josh.